0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. I'm your host, Chappie, and let's get started. Alright, let's get into the stories today. Are Angels Real? I hopped over to BeliefNet.com, looking at their five true stories of heavenly visitors. Um... So this is going to be from a religious perspective as I read it. Just keep that in mind. And then let's get into some of these eyewitnesses. All right. Are angels real? Are they truly around us? We often don't hear about angels. And when we do, the stories are often secularized or commercialized. The truth is angels still walk among us. And each story of a true encounter is one is quite unique and amazing. Angels are spiritual beings with a much different frequency compared to humans. Increasing your present awareness of angels is one of the best ways to start noticing their presence. On the mountain slopes, a desolate rural highway, airplane cockpits are just a few of the places where ordinary people have felt the real presence of God's angels at work in their lives. Angel signs are all around us and can come in a variety of ways depending on your current challenges, next steps, or the question you've asked. Here are six true stories of heavenly visitors. Angels at a crash site. Lily Leonardi's story may seem unbelievable to some, but the former FBI officer who retired after suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder linked to her role in the aftermath of September 11th terror attacks is adamant that what she witnessed Leonardi said she saw legions of angels guarding the Pennsylvania site where United Airlines Flight 93 crashed. When she arrived at the site just three hours after the crash, she was struck by the numerous elements. She was so startled, she kept it to herself out of fear that her co-workers would think she lost her mind. I started seeing shimmering lights, and it was kind of misty, there were, and that's when I first saw the angels there, Leonardi said. And I didn't say anything to the guys, because can you imagine if I would have said, I just saw angels on the crash site? They'd have called the office and they'd have said, she's lost her mind. Tell her to go home. They were dressed as if they were in warrior garb like Roman centurion, she said. "They were. There were so many of them, you couldn't see their faces. She continued to see flickers of lights each angel guarding the crash site. Her hope in sharing her story is that people would know that God was present on 9 11. Freaky, freaky. All right. The next one, angelic encounter during a car accident. Pastor John Boston was driving down the road when another car crossed the center line and came barreling towards him. The pastor swerved to miss the vehicle and struck a utility pole sending a live transformer crashing onto his car. Immediately, the metal and glass began to buckle on the intense heat from the thousand of volts of electricity. His four-year-old daughter who was with him was trapped inside the burning car. The seatbelt was stuck and the door wouldn't open. And when a scruffy looking stranger came out of nowhere, easily opened the smashed door. The man removed him from the car and walked him 20 feet away from the vehicle to safety before the car exploded in flames. He said, My name is Johnny. The police are almost here, and I can't be here when they get here, but you're going to be okay, said Pastor Boston. And then the man was gone. He said the people who tried to rationalize the situation thought the circuit breaker simply tripped, and Johnny fled because of the sketchy past. However, firefighters say there are some aspects of what happened that defy logic, reason, and science. Pastor Boston is convinced he encountered an angel that day. All right. I'm assuming he also saved his four year old daughter, but it doesn't say. Because that would be a messed up story. <laughs> All right, Angel in the Choir. Margaret Jones from Lancashire, UK, claims she had a very specific experience with angels, one of which purported unfolded at her church 20 years ago while she was singing in a choir. She felt the pressure of what seemed like a human hand touching her own hand. As she was standing on the edge of the choir, she assumed that the lady, Deborah, who had been playing the organ, had come over to join them, so she thought nothing of it. The hand then left hers and a few moments later, she opened her eyes and was surprised to see that Deborah was still sitting at the organ and wasn't beside her. It was after the service that a few congregants told Jones that an angel was next to her and touched her hand. All right, next story, In the Hands of an Angel. He was just seven years old when his five-year-old cousin, Chetty, was sick with cancer and later passed away. At the time, his family didn't want to talk about the death. They told him to keep quiet, despite the situation devastating him. Whenever his family went to Chetty's home for visits, he'd always asked to play on the swing with him. After Chetty died, he went to the house for a visit. In his loneliness, he decided to go outside and sit on the swing they had always played on. As he sat there thinking of how things used to be, Chetty walked up to him, and an angel was holding his hand. The angel had beautiful blonde hair and was dressed in a long white gown, never saying a word, just smiling. Chetty looked at him and said, I'm not in pain no more. He and the angel turned and walked until they simply faded away. Next one. Girl Meets Angel After Falling 30 Feet Annabelle Beam was only nine years old when she miraculously survived a 30-foot fall. While she was playing with her sisters outside their Texas home, she plummeted inside a hollowed-out cottonwood tree. An emergency helicopter rushed her to a hospital in Fort Word, where the brain and spinal injury teams prepped for Annabelle's arrival, but astonishingly, Annabelle was unscathed. After the accident, Annabelle began describing religious visions she had while she was unconscious. She was saying she met a guardian angel during the incident. I started to wake up in the tree and I could hear the fireman's voices and I saw an angel that looked very small, like a fairy. The angel then winked and, told, and he told me, "'I'm going to leave you now and everything is going to be okay.'" The angel stayed with her the entire time, shining a light so she could see until she was rescued. Encounters with angels leave us infinite infinite possibility to not only learn more about them, but also provide infinite possibility for growth and transformation. Most times, encounters are completely unexpected. The key to encountering an angel is to be present, aware, and look around for the signs. With these signs, you can tune into, experience, and act upon signs you receive from angels. All right, that's all from that article. I think it does, um, it is interesting, because whether you look at it from a religious perspective or from a completely secular perspective, these stories, uh, are so common and they're so, you know, life or death in a lot of these situations. Um, it's interesting. It's like, how capable is the human mind, um, during these situations? And are we seeing entities? Are we seeing fairies? Are we seeing some kind of paranormal, Activity whenever these guardians or these messengers, these angels, they appear and they either save our lives or they help out in some way. It's just interesting. So let's keep on going. Um, our next article is from Ranker.com. 15 People Tell Eerie Stories of Guardian Angels Looking Out for Them by Melissa Brinks. If you've ever missed death by an inch, and you believe you had a little help, you may be one of the many people with a guardian angel story. Even for non-believers, a brush with real guardian angels is an encounter with the uncanny, proof of entities in the world beyond your line of sight. That's why real guardian angel stories, such as the ones these Reddit users experienced, are so creepy. Even if it ends as a positive experience, it leaves you with a lot of lingering questions. Most people believe real guardian angels protect people from harm, but that doesn't make them less unnerving. If guardian angels are real, so are the forces they seek to protect people from. Disembodied voices, invisible hands, some incredible good fortune present in these stories all give proof to guardian angels in day-to-day life. But even if you write these accounts off as gut feelings that got lucky, it means you believe in gut feelings, which in the end are just fantastic, just as fantastic as the concept of people with guardian angels. If anything, maybe gut feelings provide another way real life guardian angels try to guide people to safety each day. There are crazier theories out there. All right. A guardian angel helped this poster avoid a deadly snake bite. When I was in my 20s, I spent four years traveling the world. I was in South Africa, just outside of Durban, and a friend had taken me on his motorbike to his favorite waterfall. We had both been swimming, but I got cold and went to the site, went to sit on a patch of green grass. To get there, I had to step from sand I was on over a log and then across to the bit of green grass. I was walking medium speed and lifted one foot to step over the log when a very loud, booming, masculine voice shouted, Stop! Except the shout wasn't heard with my ears. It was inside my head. Hard to explain. Also, there was nobody else except Tim and I, and he was happily swimming. I stopped wondering what had just happened. I still had my foot in the air above the log. I looked around and spotted what I thought was a leaf waving about six inches from my big toe. It took me a second to realize it wasn't a leaf, but a snake, a black mamba. He had his head raised and was licking the air right near my toe. He was waiting to see what my next move would be, and he had seen me long before I saw him. I slowly backed up and walked very carefully back to where Tim was. I have no explanation for the voice that I heard, except that it was so loud and was inside my head rather than heard with my ears, and it came at a time when I didn't feel in any danger at all. In fact, I was very calm and happy. I feel that it was my guardian angel who shouted at me to stop, and it would have stepped right on that snake. My guardian angel saved my life. A mysterious voice saves this girl's life. My sister had a similar experience. She was in a car wreck and her seventy and her seventies grocery getters started flipping through the air. A voice loudly told her to lift her arms. She broke a bone in her hand, but was told that doing that probably saved her life. Her hand took the brunt of the landing and she did not fall on her head. This poster narrowly avoided being drugged. Once I was with a small group of four stuck in a very very difficult circumstance without food. We would no doubt be rescued within 24 hours but a lot could happen before that. One guy pulled out a box of six beautiful Belgian chocolate truffles from his jacket and offered them around chocolate. I was almost was reaching for one when I heard a voice Heard this voice screaming inside me, don't touch that, so I did not They were laced with LSD, and we were trapped in Central America conflict zone in the middle of the night. Nothing in my consciousness would have suggested to me that someone would do something so stupid under such circumstances. Right. A guardian angel promised to make everything okay. About 20 years ago, my family was getting ready to move across the country for my dad's job, and my grandmother was worried sick. She was not elderly back then and in perfect health. She was in church worrying and praying we would be safe, being so far away. Suddenly, a booming voice echoed through the whole church. I will take care of your family. She shot up, looked around. No one else had heard it. No one. She knows it was God, or her guardian angel, telling her she, we would be okay. This guardian angel provided better, but not necessarily good luck. I've never seen one, but I've always had a feeling of being watched over or protected. I've been incredibly lucky in my life. For instance, I'm epileptic, and the first time I had a grand mal seizure, as opposed to a petite mal seizure it was when i was 15 i had it in the shower one morning when getting ready for school i hit my head on the faucet so hard that i knocked it loose and it came away with a mild con- i came away with a mild concussion that's happened several times and each time i barely missed serious injury when my insurance company and pharmacy gave me generic medicine instead of the name brand that i needed i had a seizure this time i was driving in front of the big box retailer that I work for. This place was always busy. It's not Walmart and somehow I managed to not hit anyone and only hit a small tree. Someone dropped the ball in the ER and didn't report the accident to the DMV and I didn't lose my license. Years later, I made the mistake of driving after a few beers and when a car stopped in the middle of making a turn, I lightly tapped them and went to jail. I learned my lesson and would never do it again, and the lesson could have been so much worse. There are other things, mostly small but meaningful events, that could have and shown and should have been so much worse than they were. But things seem to work out for the best, and lessons are learned. I'm not sure if I believe in God, but I do believe there is something that for some reason has protected me and now my family. Let's see. This one says, not everybody got to have a guardian angel. A few months back at a family gathering, after a few glasses of wine, my mom shared this story from when she was a kid. She and a childhood friend were walking home from school one day and about to cross a country road that was normally deserted. They had been warned to be careful about that road before, but being kids never thought much about it. On one occasion, she said they got to the road, and she was overcome with a sense of dread. She felt rooted to the spot, as if something was literally holding her in place. Her friends started crossing without her, and a guy in a truck happened to be speeding along, not paying attention, and ran over her friend. The girl died later in the hospital. My mom sincerely believes that her guardian angel saved her life that day, but that makes me wonder about the other girl. Her angel was taking a smoke break or something? it's true like what about the other girl maybe she ignored her feeling of impending dread because we still have free will all right let's take a short break and get right back at it after this all right welcome back an angel in a cowboy hat provided comfort. My experience with spiritual guardians happens this way: I was traveling west after, or on a divided four-lane highway. There were openings for turnabout every quarter mile. It was six thirty a.m. and raining, just enough to piss you off, misting and spitting. A woman t-bones me on the back driver's side fender. I spin and come to rest in the median. All grass and mud from rain. Out of nowhere, a guy shows up to my driver's side window. He has a large cowboy hat on. He says, you are going to be okay. And then he holds my hand. I asked him his name and he looks away like he doesn't want to tell me. And then he says, Bill Hill. I smile and thank him. Another motorist who stops calls 911 and the ambulance is dispatched. When they arrived, he moves out of the way for the EMTs to get me out of my car. The car is totaled, no glass left. I get checked out. I get to go home with broken ribs and a shattered kneecap. A few days later, my mom takes me to see the car. What a wreck. I told her to get help. Or I told her to help get some personal items from the car. When I look in the back seat, there's the dude's cowboy hat. I told my mom about him, and we both proceeded to try and find him to thank him for being so kind. He never existed. We lived in a small town, only a few thousand at a time. We checked with the police and churches and everywhere. How did his hat get in my back seat? He wore it the whole time. He held my hand and had the hat on when he got out of the way for the EMTs. I think he was an angel. Why would I have his hat? Saved by an angel while rock climbing. I was free climbing a 30-foot cliff face once. The face was was mostly shell rock with plenty of handholds, and I was young and dumb. Two-thirds of the way up, my left handhold broke free as I was reaching with my right, and I started to fall. You know that feeling when you're tilting back in a chair and you tilt just a little too far? That's exactly what I felt. I started to fall backwards and everything got real slow. I knew I was going to die or at best be injured. I felt a hand gently press against my back, right between my shoulder blades. It felt like perfectly normal right hand and it pushed me back against the rock face. It took a moment to steady myself. I was pretty shaken up and then I climbed down to safety. I'm inclined to believe that it was a guardian angel, but that is solely based on my religious background. I don't know where said guardian angel was when I got hit by a, a car. I suppose it could have been a hallucination, but I don't use drugs and I wasn't on any medications. I'll probably never know what happened, but I'm still very f- thankful I didn't fall off that cliff face. Huh. Yeah, interesting. I mean, obviously he didn't, he got hit by a car, but he didn't die. Maybe he was going to die off of the cliff, and that was the difference. But who knows? He narrowly avoided being hit by a truck. We were moving from southern Washington to northern Washington, me and my old pickup, and my wife and son in our other car following. The fuel pump on the pickup gives out, and I pulled over just past an on-ramp off the highway. I sent my wife and son to buy a new fuel pump and started to remove the old one. I'm standing on the traffic side of the truck, at least 10 feet off the highway, not really concerned that I'd get hit. When a voice sounds close to my ear, you're going to get hit. I've heard that voice often enough to know not to disregard it and move to the other side of the truck, at least 50 feet away. Sure as anything, not more than two minutes later, another pickup comes down The on-ramp at 50 miles an hour broadsides my truck from the back bumper to the front. If I had stayed working on the pump, I'd have been turned into jelly smear on the side of my truck. A mysterious voice saved this poster from a car accident. I was driving one time and it was whiteout snow. Anyone who's driven in that weather knows you kind of get hypnotized by the snow. I heard someone calling me by my nickname. I woke up. I was on the other side of the road, about to get hit by an oncoming car. Luckily, I managed to move in time. I think it was my godfather who had passed away. I always feel like he's washing over me. A helpful passerby saved this person from d- disaster. <laughs> my friend and I were sitting at a traffic light very late one night. When his car just stalled, we tried and tried to get it to restart and we couldn't get it going. We jumped out to push it into the parking lot of a gas station that was next to where the car died. We are having trouble getting it up an incline when out of nowhere, this guy comes jogging up the, from the direction of the gas station. He got on the other side of the car and helped me push it up the incline. Out of the street and into the lot, we thanked him for his help and he took off. Just then, a car came speeding around a curve and blew through an intersection where the car was just a minute before. My bud and I were shocked because if that guy didn't show up when he did, we would have been hit by that car. We turned back around to say thank you to the guy, but he was gone. Just disappeared into thin air. I truly believe he was an angel sent to protect us that night. A friend of mine told me about an experience his grandmother had when she was home alone once. In the middle of the day, someone knocked on her door, and she went to answer. She was greeted by a man with knife ready to kill her and loot the place. When he saw her, he went pale and ran. He was later caught and questioned why he ran, and his response was, When I opened the door, I saw two large, strong men standing behind her. And to this day, my friend swears that it must have been two angels sent to protect her. An angel's touch left lasting bruises. My aunt had similar experience when she rolled her Jeep as a teenager. Mid-roll, she was taken out of the Jeep and sort of floated or hovered over the road until she was placed feet first on the ground. She later noticed she had bruises resembling handprints on both of her biceps. No other bruises or scars from the incident. This poster's guardian angel looked like her. This is my mother's story. When I was little, we used to live on an old in an old house that was probably close to 100 years old. Anyway, I was around three or four years old at the time and very sick. My room and my mother's room were right next to each other and my parents had split up that year. So it was just my mom, my sister and I in the house. She said that while everyone was asleep, she woke up to someone standing right in front of her, about eye level with her, while she was laying in bed. So around two and a half feet, I suppose, she said it looked like me, exactly like me, and I was glowing white, but transparent and still. That someone had long brown hair, which is what I have, was wearing a white nightgown. The night that she saw this, I had been very sick, and I wasn't turning around. After she blinked a few times, the someone dissolved. She got up to check on me. I had a fever with shivers and was coughing. I almost choked on my own mucus. She took me to the hospital right then, and the doctor said if she hadn't, I probably would have died from choking in my sleep, from how close I was to catching pneumonia. My mom loves telling this story and truly believes it was my guardian angel telling her it wasn't my time yet and I needed her help. All right, a strange priest healed a sick child. My dad recently told me this story and I was amazed. I thought you guys would like to hear it. When I was young, about three or so, I was hospitalized near death. I had a fever that just would not break and and was passed out for most of the hospitalization. My dad, who has always been religious, wanted the hospital's priest to come and say a prayer for me so the priest comes to pray for me but something's not right about the guy he never gives his name and has no bible he says entire prayer in latin and blesses me now my parents aren't married yet and since priests the priest is there they ask why they haven't been able to have another child yet they have been trying for about a year with no luck the priest tells them they won't have another child until they're married The priest leaves after that, and about an hour later, my fever breaks. The next day, the hospital's priest comes to the room to say a prayer with me. My dad is confused and tells the man that someone had already come the day before, to which the man replies that no priests were on duty the day before. He checked with all the hospital staff and their visitation book and everything. Nothing turned up. No priest was in the previous day. He searched his... He searched for years to find the priest that prayed with me, but he never found a single trace of him anywhere. A month after my mom and dad got married, my mom got pregnant with my brother. So we'll never know who the mysterious man was, but I like to think he was my guardian angel. To this day, my dad still has no record of him, not even someone who looks like him. Someone was looking out for me that day, though. I just wish I knew who. All right. And that's the end of the list from Ranker. Very, very cool. All right. A few uh, from Guideposts.org, written by Daisy Urgiles. There are countless stories about angels, stories of them watching us, guiding us, and, of course, protecting us. The following is a collection of those stories shared by people who have experienced angelic sightings and encounters. An angel cloud spotted during a drive. A Texas man was driving along Highway 105 in Montgomery, Texas with his wife when he noticed a particular sighting in the clouds that stood out to him. Danny Ferrero stopped to snap a picture of what he believed was a cloud the shape of an angel in the sky. He uploaded the image to Facebook where it's been shared over 19,000 times. Ferrero said the sighting was a positive sign he needed during the time of dread. All right. Angel appears in 9-11 photo tribute. As a tribute to the lives lost on 9-11 almost 18 years ago, Twin lights beam into the sky during sunset and sunrise every anniversary. On 2016, Rich McCormick was in Hoboken, New Jersey, taking photos of the lights from across the Hudson River when he realized he captured more than just beams in one of the shots. The image, according to McCormick, is a figure of an angel floating in the night sky, although some say the sight is just an unusual cloud formation. Uh, McCormick told Inside Edition he believes it was indeed an angel watching over us. All right. Pastor John Boston was driving on Airport Road in Columbus, Ohio in 2015 when he got into a terrible car accident. Oh, yeah, we've already read this one. But here it is again. (laughs) All right, security camera captured an angel. Michigan resident Glenn Thomas told Inside Edition he was touched by an angel and after discovered his motion sensor security camera captured an image of one hovering over his pickup truck, he instantly sent his photo to the pastor of his church, Danielle Mose, who then shared the photo on Facebook. Many locals believe the figure in the photo is a sign from heaven. Most Facebook posts has since obtained hundreds of shares. An angelic nurse. Luke was diagnosed with bone cancer when he was just eight years old. During a two week hospital stay that was required to treat an infection, a nurse came into Luke's hospital room. As he slept, his mother spoke with the nurse who was wearing a 1960s work uniform, which she thought was strange. The nurse told Luke's mom she would pray for his healing before exiting. Luke was fully healed of his infection and is now cancer-free. According to ThoughtCo, both Luke and his mom believed the nurse, who was never seen again, was a guardian angel who offered them hope during that difficult time. Very cool. All right, let's take a short break and get right back at it after this. All right, welcome back. Has an angel appeared before your eyes or made its presence known to you in some other way? Here's a collection of stories shared by people who have had angel sightings, angel experiences, dreams, and memories. Some of these amazing stories may make a skeptical person think twice. All right, starting with Archangel Michael Visitation. I was giving a new client a Reiki treatment. My hands were focused on her body as were my eyes. I felt a presence in the room. When I lifted my head, I saw an angel step through the wall into the room. He was so very tall that he had to stoop as to not bump his head on the ceiling. My first thought was, this must be the Archangel Michael, because I had been told once that Archangels are very tall. I don't know why I thought it was Michael, I was just sure it was. I wasn't sure that I should tell the client about the angelic visitation, so I kept quiet. Before the session was over, the woman asked if I ever sensed angels. I quietly answered yes. And as I continued to look over at the beautiful being of light that was sending enormous amounts of love and caring into the room, she then told me she has always felt a strong connection with the Archangel Michael. So I told her he was in the room. It was an amazing experience. Paula. A Blanket from an Angel. My baby was in the hospital having a four hour surgery. My estranged husband was not present at the time our marriage was crumbling. But even worse, I was afraid that my baby's life. When I arrived in the waiting room, an older lady was sitting there working on a quilt with the words from the serenity prayer on it. It said, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. She asked me if the little baby is mine, and when I confirmed, she took my hand and said a prayer with me. I asked who she was making the quilt for, and she replied that God will show her who will need it. Hours later, I was called into the recovery room, and my baby's son was fine. When I came outside, the lady gave me the quilt and told me she now knows who she was making it for. I've kept it in her honor, and now my five-year-old son is sleeping in his bed covered by it. Alexandra. Angel Force. I was headed home to my To my children, driving in the slow lane. The next thing I knew, I was flying in the air in my Ford Windstar. I had no control. When my van landed, it looked like a crane put it where it was. It was in the ditch perfectly. I had little room to get out. I felt like some force had lifted me up out of the ditch. I then saw this man who was so calm, he put a calmness in my heart. I never saw him again. I still can't explain how perfectly my van was in the ditch. My son and his angel. In my home there, we are not religious by any means. One night I was putting my son to bed and he started telling me that the night before Jesus had brought an angel to him because he was scared. He said, she was so beautiful and her wings were so big they almost touched my walls. He said she sang to him and laid with him until he fell asleep. And then he said Jesus came back to get her and he brought her back to a door with him where they started to sparkle and then went through the door. Ever since, my son has been obsessed with Jesus and his angels. He prayed to an angel often and prayed for Jesus to come back. The other day he was crying because he said he kept praying, but he doesn't think Jesus can hear him. He said he keeps praying for him to come back because they make him feel so happy. I acknowledge what he says, but I don't push it. I just let him talk about it when he needs to. Not sure what I should do. He gets genuinely sad when he thinks Jesus can't hear him. He's only four years old. MJ. My healing angel. When I was very young, maybe eight or nine, I went to bed one night with a severe earache. I woke my mother up several times for comfort, but nothing made it better. I laid in bed with tears in my eyes, and then suddenly the pain stopped. I opened my eyes and saw something like a cloud hovering over me. I was amazed and felt so relieved. I knew what it was. I soon fell asleep in peace. M. Angels Among Us my 15-year-old grandson and I were putting up garage sale signs several blocks down the street. When I got back in the car to head back home, I looked at Dawson, my grandson. He was looking out straight ahead and asked if he could see. He could stay the night. No son- sooner than he asked that question while driving, in a flash of an eye, I saw white angel wings encompassing my windshield. At that very second, Dawson shouted, Did you see that? I said, yes, I saw huge angel wings covering my windshield. And he said, no, Grandma, I saw a ball of fire. We're both shocked to have seen two different things. We are strong believers and have experienced many miracles. And who is ready for something like this? No trees fell, no storm. Why were there angel wings in front of me covering my side of the windshield and a fireball flash for him? We can't understand this, but awesome. I could actually see the inner wing and all the brilliance and feathers. It was huge. It was gone as fast as it came. DePost. Angel at night. My family and I were going through a terrible experience in 2006. To make a long story short, I had a chair next to my bed one night while I was sleeping. I woke up looking toward the chair and there was a little girl dressed in all white with a hat on she had a beautiful glow but all of a sudden she walked away i could not fall back asleep i was terrified but to this day i know she was an angel watching over me eduardo we never forgot i've never told this story when i was about seven years old i was left at the home at home alone with my nephew who was about three at the time We were playing in the back room when something scared us. I don't remember what I saw or heard, but I knew I had to get out of that house or we were going to die. I clutched my nephew tightly, both of us screaming and crying, and ran toward the front door. Just before reaching the exit, a tiny ball of glowing white light hovered just above the front door. I stopped dead in my tracks. I couldn't take my eyes off that ball. Suddenly, it got bigger and bigger. Eventually, we were totally engulfed by the light. The next memory I have, I was floating inside this light. It was the most purest, beautiful, soft light ever, and I was transfixed by it, and it felt so good. I can still feel it when I think about it to this day. Inside the light, there was no sense of fear, pain, or worry. Somehow, I knew everything was going to be okay, and we were going to be fine. Orbs and Photographs I have believed in angels all my life. In my younger years, I lived an exciting life, threw caution to the wind, and put myself in dangerous situations. I used to think I had worked my angels overtime. My life changed when orbs showed up in the photos I took at my son's wrestling tournament. I don't see things like that. No matter what other people say they've seen, I was upset. My middle and youngest son both told me not to worry. They believed they were guardian angels. Since then, I have captured a wonderful variation of these beautiful orbs. One has moth-like wings, gorgeous pink on top, very green on bottom. Again, since this one was so different, I was a bit upset again. But when I'm out with them, I always feel so happy. They are playful, fun-loving, and I feel they are a blessing to me. They have helped me with unreasonable fears. I have peace and serenity like never before and see God's hand on everything now. Love and light, they go together. Penny. Hmm. Being touched on the back while asleep. Last year was the worst year of my life. In six months, I lost my brother-in-law, my younger brother passed away, and I had my adult son and family removed from my house. And I divorced my absent husband. I cried years of tears at unexpected times. When I went to bed, I prayed longer and harder than ever. asked the Lord through tears to please give me a sign that he was walking with me. About 3 a.m., I awoke to warm hands on my back and sat straight up. I was alone in the house and believed it was God giving me a sign he was there. I was not afraid, just irritated someone that laid hands on me. And then it hit me who it actually was, and I drifted off to a peaceful sleep. Beautiful, bright light. I've never experienced anything like this, but it was amazing. Every night I will say a prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Guard me, Jesus, through this night, and wake me with the morning light. It actually happened to me. When I woke up out of nowhere, I saw a beautiful bright light filling up my room. I thought maybe someone turned on the light, but I remembered the light in my room was very dim. Then I thought about my window, but I keep the blinds closed all the time. I soon went back to sleep with a great feeling and sense of security. Shauna, Morning Sun Angel. It started with me seeing a figure at the end of my bed. It also kept seeing purple, green, and white balls of light in my room at night. One night, I just laid down. Suddenly, I was outside staring at this woman who had long black hair. Her wings covered the whole of the sky. She was massive. I asked her what she wanted, shouting at her. She smiled, and she told me she was an angel of the morning sun. She flapped her wings three times, and my body went all funny. I was back in my room. I could see myself lying in bed. I was on my ceiling. I straight away researched the angel of the morning sun and found sculptures of her and pictures. I was 1,000% the same angel. It was 1,000% the same angel. I'm so freaked out to this day as I had never heard of her before and also didn't believe in this type of thing. Bright light. I was sitting in the garden with my seven-year-old son. Suddenly, I could see out of the corner of my eye a very bright light. I looked to I looked to the left and down, and the bright light was on an ornamental angel in the garden bed. Then suddenly, the light disappeared. I have looked on the internet, and it says I was visited by my guardian angel. Reaching out. I was four years old, I was in my brother's room crying. This is when I heard a sweet voice call me. I looked up towards the footboard and saw a woman with long hair lying on her right shoulder. She had a white flowing cloth with light blue trimming surrounding by a white mist. Her arms were extended out with her palms facing upward as if she wanted to embrace. She whispered to me, come with me, I love you in Spanish. I kept looking at her when I heard the bedroom door open. I screamed as I saw my mom walk into the room. She ran to the bed, lifted me up in her arms, and ran out of the room. She sat down and started praying over me and kept pouring a sweet fragrance on my head. I was not afraid of the lady, but I do not know what happened between the time the door was opening and when I started screaming. We moved out several months later. However, to this day, I know I have someone watching over me and protecting me. God Answers Our Prayers in His Timing by Jeff. I prayed that God would show me an angel. He did, twice, many years after I prayed for this. Both encounters happened when I was sleeping. I suppose angels will come to visit us on occasions when we have our most relaxed receptive to their visitations. The first encounter I had was in a dream state, walking along in a dark path at night. Then suddenly the entire environment setting lit up with incredibly pure Bright light, as if the sun itself was shining on me. Suddenly, I woke up, but no one was in the dark bedroom that I could see. So I asked in bewilderment, "Was that? Was it it? What is it?" As if it was someone I was speaking to, no words came forth, but the angel conveyed thoughts and pictures to my mind telepathically, showing me that I left the side door of the garage open with a picture in my mind. I was reminded to close the door and to lock it. So I think the angel got out of bed and sure enough, the door was wide open. Jeff. Red lights. When I'm at work, I encounter a very intense red light which shines about four seconds and then disappears. When I've seen this light, I've asked others present if they could see it and they all say no. I wondered if I was seeing things so I don't always say something when it appears. But a couple weeks ago, it appeared, and one of the people with me saw it. In the building where I work, it is impossible for this light to shine in. I saw it again, but no one else has. Yeet. Death Angel. When I was 20 years old, I was about 9 months pregnant. I was sitting in my bed, wide awake, a vision of a, well, the best way I can explain it, a bright light came into my room. The vision, as best I can say, was like a man. His facial features were lion-like. It seemed to have a bright light shining through. I don't know how else to explain it. I wish I could draw it, but I'm not artistic. I'm 42 years old now, and this has haunted me to this day. That night, my baby died due to the umbilical cord. An angel took him. I have no doubt at all. Sarah. Amazed. When I was younger, I was going through a lot of things that a young 16-year-old girl shouldn't have to endure. You can try to imagine. My mother and I were arguing a lot. She was very angry because she was going through things of her own. She took it out on my little brother and me. I went to sleep one night after crying and praying to God. I prayed for hours until I drifted off to sleep. I woke in the middle of the night to a bright light in my doorway. It was so bright that I had to squint my eyes to look at this beautiful light. Then a very tall, what appeared to be a man, walked out of the light to the edge of my bed, kneeled down over me. He spoke my name and put his hands on my arm and started to whisper something in my ear. I could not understand what he was trying to tell me, because as soon as he touched my arm, I started feeling really tired and fell back to sleep. He made me feel so much comfort. I think of my angel to this day, Erica. The presents. Not long ago, my father was diagnosed with stage 4 bladder cancer and was not given much hope for survival past the Christmas season. Although the odds were devastatingly against him, he chose to go th- through a round of chemo to take some comfort in the idea he tried everything he could to be cured. Although God had other plans, I take comfort in my faith that he will be taken care of by Christ and the angels themselves. I was up in the wee hours of the morning after not being able to sleep in my unending thoughts and prayers. I stood in my driveway in the moonlight and meditated with chills indicating the presence of the Holy Spirit. As I prayed, my cat kept clawing and biting my ankles. I then telepathically said, Jesus, can you please stop this annoying cat from biting my ankles while I am trying to talk to you? At that very second, the cat refrained, sat up in a calm state, and although he still followed me as I strolled around the driveway. Did not bite me again. Coincidence? Right. Angel in the Navy. In 1974, while stationed in Pearl Harbor, someone I had been drinking with spiked my wine with LSD. He did so with several others. We all went back to the base barracks, and some of the guys were going crazy. I prayed for help. A sailor opened his door and asked what was wrong. I told him he asked me to get everyone and bring them to his room. I did. I asked if he, he asked if we believed in God. We all shared our experiences about God, and that is when I noticed I was sober. I was way t- It was way too soon for the LSD to wear off. It can be an 18-hour experience. It only been a few hours since our drinks had been spiked. The next day, I went to the room to thank the guy. When I went to the room, no one had been in that room for months. I was in communications, and there had been no ship movements. No one. But the guy who had their drinks spiked remembers the man. All the guys remember the man. It has been a mystery for nearly 40 years, but there can only be one explanation. That sailor was either a ghost or an angel because of how he spoke of God. I believe he was an angel. Gordon. My father came to me. My father passed away on February 1st, 2012. Soon after, I had a dream that my father was waiting for me, but the closer I came to him, the further he moved away. He was standing at the top of my flight of stairs, which was very high, and I could not get to him. It was as if he was watching over me. Then, a few nights ago, he appeared as an angel to my mom's neighbor, who was sleeping in mom's bed. He just stood there and then disappeared. After she told my mom, he is being taken care of by me, and she is fine. I miss him so much. All right. Let's take a short break and get right back at it after this. We had a missionary uh, come to our church and talk to us about two instances of angelic uh, interference or intervention. Uh, the first was talking to a man who was getting angry and threatening uh to break a bottle over the pastor's head, and they said it was like some force knocked him across the room where his shirt and everything was flapping in the wind as he was knocked that forcefully away from the pastor. The next one was uh, whenever one of the pastor's uh, grandsons was... uh, living overseas his co-workers came over and they started chanting and wanting him to be a part of the, some kind of cult or something like that and he couldn't stop them from chanting and everything so he just started praying uh like lord jesus protect me from whatever they're doing you know that kind of prayer for protection and it said like an invisible hand came and knocked them across the room, all three of his co-workers, and they got up and ran out of there. So that was two instances of uh, that were taught in my church growing up of angelic or godly intervention. So kind of cool, kind of cool. All right, continuing on with the stories. Moonville, Ohio is an old town that was never overtaken by the plague, or that was overtaken by a plague. Almost everyone died. All of that is left to the town is a tunnel. We went through the tunnel, and three of my grandsons climbed the hill to the top. That's There was a thin beam of light that looked like a sword. It was right in front of us. I could see when I looked up to take the picture. The light was so bright. I took the picture anyway. When we got back to our cabin, I looked at the picture. There was a bubble in the middle of the thin beam of light. It was right in front of my grandson, Jordan. Jordan lost his father at nine months old. He was killed by a train. When I blew up the picture, there were angels as plain as day looking right at Jordan. My five-year-old grandson, Mason, said, I told you, Mommy, I saw an angel. I have the picture of the angels in the bubble. I, wanted, I want to share with the world. What a blessing we saw in Moonville that day. Diane. Angelic words. My angel spoke to me once and told me his name. It happened when, it, when I came back from shopping. My mom told me to ask who my angel was. I barely was forming the question when he told me at once. Gabriel. Afterwards, I could feel him standing near me in soft light and golden swirls. Shasari. Digital Angel. Well, I had two angels. One when I was ten, and I heard someone whisper my name, but no one was there. My angel communicates with me by using digits on the clock. Last night, I was on my iPad, and I randomly felt someone lightly tweeze or touch my arm. I was confused at first and started looking around, but no one was there, so I looked at the time. And it was 223. I had just missed 222, one of the times when they let me know they're there. I was amazed. Courtney. Speaking of that, do you guys believe in angel numbers whenever it's like 1111 or 4444? You know, whenever you notice those the synchronicities, do you think they're angels, higher powers, higher selves, or just a coincidence? that we're all going to notice at some point. Let me know. All right, bus stop angel. I had a difficult two year full of losses, sadness, and major changes. I was recently diagnosed with depression. I had some very strange experiences and some moments of pure bliss. One day, I was sitting at the bus stop and something that I couldn't see sat next to me. Someone so beautiful that I felt pleasure, and tingling all on that side. A very spiritual friend said it was evil, but I didn't feel as if it was evil. I think it was an angel that wanted to guide me. It has done just that through a chance encounter with a friend of a friend who has set me on the right path of healing all my hurt and resolving my depression and more. This friend of a friend is like an angel here on earth to me. Rosa. Angel helps me save my son's life. My son called called me because he wanted to die. But after trying to convince him that I should fly there to help with the children, he hung up. My seven-year-old grandson called me crying, saying, Please, Grandma, come. I called the airlines and had to be at the airport for the last 9 p.m. commuter plane. The terminal was under construction, so I was left at a shuttle site in the parking lot in the pouring rain. It's 8 8.45. I'd never used this airport, so I was terrified and began crying. A woman appeared from the black of night and said, Why are you crying? And I replied, I don't know where to board the plane. She asked me my flight information and said, Don't worry, I'll get you there. Then a shuttle showed up. She got me to the terminal, and I was the last to board. I stayed up all night with my son, and then I called the suicide line at 4 a.m., convincing him to talk with a psychiatrist. A friend came by and went to talk to him and came on, came out with a loaded gun and sleeping pills that he talked him into giving up. An angel had saved him by getting me on my plane at the right time. Ruth Guardian Angel encounters. At eighteen, I was in a car wreck. Out of nowhere, a lady in white clothes like a nurse appeared she held a towel to my head stopping my severe bleeding as the fire trucks were coming she said you will be fine now i looked away and she was gone i asked the fireman where the the lady was he said what lady i pointed to where she had come from and he said she could not have come from that area that's a 500 foot cliff to the pacific ocean she had said to me i heard the accident and was at the beach and came to help you All of my friends saw her 30 years later a blonde lady walked over to me and said you're going to be okay everything will be fine she walked away and i turned around and realized it was her again my guardian angel mel angel's touch my mom passed away in june 2011 about a month after her death i was crying i was crying a lot One night I felt a touch on my arm coming directly above me. I realized it was my mom. I felt so comforted. It was the exact same touch I wanted to give her to say goodbye in the coffin, but could not Donna. Beloved angel. I had an experience where I felt something touching my head in a strange but soft manner. I knew I received a blessing because I was coming from church that day from time to time. I could also see this little orb, and for some reason I just have a feeling it was my angel. Whenever I see it, I smile and say, Amen. Angelic Visit It was May 2011. I was not feeling well. Everything seemed to be falling apart. I would spend a lot of time on Facebook and the internet. I felt I was challenged by evil spirits. I felt I was feeling like I was dead most of the time. I would see my spirit get out of my body and wonder if my dad would come in a spirit form to bring my soul back to my body. One night, I was coming from my workplace at midnight in a risky place. I prayed that night. I saw a light from above, and I collapsed. My hands were lifted up by that light. Then, the light danced with me. Ever since then, I am always happy. Billy. right let's say three more angel helps with my emotional release i know i needed healing i wanted help with my emotions and need I felt i needed them to flow instead of wearing a protective mask or being like a statue i asked an angel connected with mount shasta for help with these blocked emotions within five minutes I had tears of gratitude for a dear friend who brought me this healing meditation I cried every morning at the long weekend and released many uncried tears from old pain I allowed this healing release to begin a new journey for me it felt odd not to be embarrassed by my emotional state of releasing I felt so good to let go I was so grateful and realized that angels are always here with us if we ask for their help Sienna, prediction in my dream. I totally believe in my angel. On the night of November 12th, I was praying to my angel to connect me in my dream as usual. I was woken up by a male voice. The only thing I remember was him saying, earthquake between four and five. I was confused by his words, if it meant that four to five was time or the Richter scale. To my surprise, on November 14th, my husband called around 2 p.m. and asked me if I felt a shake that morning around 5 a.m. and that it was a 5 on the Richter scale. Encounters of Divine Protection Since I was a young kid, I had never had any doubt that my guardian angels protected me whenever I need protection. That is how I've lived and prayed through many encounters of divine protection and safekeeping. Today, I'm a semi-retired veterinarian belonging to the local guardian angel group. I developed type 1 diabetes in 1967, and now I have a lot of faith in Jesus that he will, with all his love, will carry me until he needs to bring me to the next level. Stan. All right. So we've talked a lot about a lot of these different stories on angels and guardian angels and stuff like that. And we could go on and on with the stories that people have. Um, And a lot of them are connected to their faith, of course, as you guys can hear. Um, So who's to say? To me, like, I believe angels could be real. I also believe they could be fey. I also believe (laughs) a lot of different things. Um, I'm pretty open-minded about the subject. Um, But I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard here today. Um, Feel free to connect with us on our Facebook group, Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. On Facebook, Spooky Shiz is in parentheses. Um, That's our Facebook page. Um, that we post spooky memes and any information about the podcast Um, so go ahead and join us there feel free to send me any of your stories that you want to be read on the podcast and we always love listener submitted stories Um, other than that stay spooky my friends